Good morning. Drew here, thatanxietyguy.com, uh, back from a very long video hiatus. I have not done, done one of these in a long time. So it's a little after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, end of July in New York, um, 2018, if you're watching this in the future. And uh, I just got back from um, this weekend. I got, I got this, this dude here. Um, I've been talking about getting a bike for the longest time. And uh, I got one this past weekend, and I'm like really, really enjoying it. I've been out on it every day. So anyway, the point is I'm in a park, sitting in a park that's uh, about a minute or two ride from my house and uh, just cooling down. I finished my, my morning ride. I did not, not a super long ride. I don't have a lot of time. So I did about eight miles in about 30, 35 minutes. And um, I'm really, it's really fun. So anyway, uh, the point is I want to talk about what happened on my ride this morning because it's, it's relevant. It, it matters. And, and I think it, it will be helpful. So I want to talk about it. So... Um, like I said, I did a little over eight miles, I guess, and I'm about the halfway mark. I'm heading back toward my house, and uh, one, the road that I was on has a steady climb. Not super steep or anything, just a very low grade, but nonetheless, it's an extended grade. So you're climbing for a while, maybe half a mile, which if you're a hardcore biker, no laughing at me, all right? I just got the damn thing. So anyway, um, I'm climbing, and I'm, a, I'm in pretty good shape, right? I, I don't, I'm not ashamed to say I'm in pretty good shape. Nonetheless, it's taxing. Um, I'm not a little person, so I'm moving a fair amount of body weight up the hill on this bike, and uh, it's going fine, no problem. And uh, but of course, my heart is is racing, and uh, it it is July, almost August in in New York, and uh, that means humidity, so the air is thick, and it's a little warm, not super warm, but a little bit in the morning. And um, so I get to the point where now I've kind of finished the climb, and, and now I need to cross this main road to get you know to make a left turn, which means I get across the road. So I'm on the side of the road, and I have to stop the bike and um, kind of, you know, lean on, take my feet off the path. I got to stop. I have to wait for traffic to go so I can cross this road. And you know that thing, like if you're sprinting, if you're working hard, whatever it is you're doing, your heart is pounding and you're breathing heavy uh, because you're exercising or working hard in some way. And then you stop, abruptly stop. Those sensations, the pounding and everything become, and the sweating become very magnified. Boom, suddenly they're right there. You're not moving anymore, but yet your heart is boom, 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 boom. And even where I am at this stage of the game, you know, years down the road, and so experienced to the point where I'm like, I think I'm qualified to tell other people how to handle this stuff. Even where I am, um, that triggered some bad thought patterns for me. I, uh, I felt it, and it's exacerbated a bit because I'm still getting used to the bike. It takes a little while to do that. So it's getting better with every ride. Like my, you know, it, it's, it's getting this, you get used to sitting on that particular seat style and, and how you're gonna grip the handlebars and what posture you're gonna use. So my, my hands have gotten a little bit sore um, and they can tend to tingle a little bit. And I'm working on it. It's definitely getting better uh, as I kind of find my groove on the bike. But nonetheless, at that moment, my heart is pounding. It's the air is thick, so it's a little hard to breathe. Um, and my, you know, I have my, my left hand is a little bit tingly because of gripping the handlebars that's expected. So all these sensations that were completely and utterly expected and explainable because of the activity I was engaged in, nonetheless can be interpreted as, oh, this is bad, right? Um, and it took hold for maybe 10 seconds. Those thoughts took hold and they, they can take hold for me too. That we're, none of us are, are immune to, the, to that, right? So I got into a, a bit of a bad thought pattern um, for literally maybe 10 seconds, not, not that much. And, uh, but nonetheless enough to trigger, you know, that adrenaline dump. And I've said this many times, once that happens, it happens. 
once your adrenals, once you get that shot of adrenaline into your bloodstream, sorry, now you got to go along for the ride. So my heart is already beating pretty hard because I'm on the bike and uh, I had I just finished a fairly decent climb, and I'm already breathing kind of heavily and I'm already sweating because it's warm and it's humid, and and you know my friend adrenaline comes along for the ride and and, and just makes things worse. And so, yeah, definitely, I would say that I wound up um, in pretty much actual state of panic uh, within, you know, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, maybe. You know, it, it happens. It's something that sometimes it's physiological. And when the physiology kicks in, there's nothing you can do about it. Just go along for the ride. So the point of this story is now I am maybe 15 minutes ride uh, back to my house, which I think most people would consider like, you know, safety. I got to get back home. It's got to be safe. And, you know, uh, and now I can feel it. I, I am going into an actual physical state of panic and, and the physical then adds to the mental and the thoughts come and bam, 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 rapid order. And you guys know, I don't have to explain it. You know what it feels like. And it happens to me too. It can still happen to me and it happened. So I'm on my bike. I'm 15 minutes from home. I'm already like breathing hard and my heart is, heart rate's already up. And at that moment, I, I knew, and that's why I'm making this video, at that, at, there was a moment, it was a very crystal moment for me when I realized, okay, I have a decision to make right now. I have to decide what I'm going to do with this. And I had options. I could, I could stop, get off the bike, sit under a tree, drink water, call somebody and talk, walk around. I could do all of the things that seemed like the right thing to do. I better get on the phone with somebody because if this is bad, and these are thoughts that come. They're just irrational, they're, they're catastrophic. They don't necessarily make any sense, but the thoughts come. I can get off the bike and get under a tree, I can drink my water, I can slow down, I can calm down, I can call somebody and talk, I can do all of those things. Um, safety behavior, safety rituals, things that I would years ago would have had to do and I would have been compelled to do. Or, or I can just keep going, <laughs> drop my water. Or I could just keep going. Like that's that moment of decision, I could do this that way, the old way, fall back into that habit, or I could just keep going because none of what I'm feeling right now is actually dangerous. It's completely explainable. And there is a moment for each of us when we hit that, that panic state where you, there is a moment of decision. And I had to make that decision this morning. What am I going to do now? And the decision, I can't, I can't, can't like have a YouTube channel and a podcast and talk about what to do here and then not do it. I can't do that. That would be crazy, right? So I literally thought like, what would I tell someone else to do? I would tell someone else to keep going. And so I did. And so I wear, you know, I wear Fitbit and my heart rate, I look at the Fitbit and it's telling me that my heart rate at that moment was like 136 beats per minute, which is really high for me. My resting heart rate is getting close to 50 now. Um, and even during exercise, you don't see that number. So I was already working hard on the bike and then adrenaline kicks in and kicks my heart rate even higher. And it was at that moment, that was the decision moment for me. What do I do now? And I looked at my Fitbit and I saw my heart rate and I said, no, I'm not sitting down. I'm not, I'm not getting off the bike. I'm not going to call somebody to talk. I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm just going to keep going. And, and I had to make the decision to say, okay, slow down just slow it down. I, yeah, I can't, I'm not going to race home. I can't do a 15 minute sprint back to my house. It's only going to make things worse. So I, I just had to slow it down, put the bike into a lower gear, make it a little bit easier to pedal, just slow down, be deliberate, breathe, control that. No, 
no huffing and puffing, control the breathing and, and clear the mind. And I had to go down that road. I, I had to consciously make that decision at that moment. How am I going to deal with this to get through this? And what am I going to do? What's my plan? So the point, the reason why I wanted to talk about that is it, it was so obvious to me at that moment. I never thought about this before that when you get into a state of very high anxiety, going into panic, you, all of us have, whether it happens to you once every six months, like maybe my case, or whether it happens to you 10 times a day, there is a decision moment all the time. And that will define how the next part of your day is going to go. So if you make the decision that I better get help, I better retreat. This is, you know, the, the 10,000th time I felt this way, but yet I'm going to still snap rubber bands and drink water and mints and talk on the phone or run home or run to my car, whatever it is that you do. And I've done all those things. I've done all those things. I understand them. When you make that decision, the, your day is going to go a different way. It's going to go a different way. And I'll tell you why. If you make the decision to say, okay, I'm going to take the next six or eight minutes, 10 minutes of my day, and I'm going to be crazy uncomfortable. I'm going to be really afraid. But when that's done, this is over. This is over and it will become a non-event for the rest of the day. That decision puts you in a whole different trajectory for the rest of the day and sometimes for the rest of the next few days. So think about it. You know, if you experience moments of very high anxiety or panic, you have panic attacks and you find that they linger with you for the whole rest of the day or, or a day or two after or you're a mess for a week. You're a mess afterwards because you are afraid of what just happened still. Like, oh, I, I, wow, I, I, I escaped that one. I dodged that bullet. That's because you made that decision to, to dodge the bullet, to run away from it, to fight it, to try and get rid of it, to, to you know, you, you try to actively wriggle out of that thing. And, and so I, I think in our heads we think like, wow, whew, that was a close one. I made it. I made it. And, and I made it means like this thing that could have killed me or has power over me or can do damage to me. Like, wow, I managed to escape it somehow. You know, my, my bottle of water like made me escape my mints, my phone call to my boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, mother, whatever, um, helped me to escape the jaws of death or whatever horrible tragedy you think awaits you. Of course, it will affect you for the rest of the day or, or days after or longer than that. And this is why people develop panic disorder because they make that decision and and they, they fight it and they think afterwards they don't know why they made it. They think something that they did saved them from this fate. But in the end, when you make the decision to literally do nothing, and, and, and let me be clear, my decision was to do nothing. Just keep pedaling the bike. Just keep pedaling the bike. Slow it down. Slow my head down. Let those thoughts come. And they were coming. Believe me, they were coming in rapid succession. The difference is I wasn't trying to reason with them. Like, oh, my heart is ready. And I was thinking, wow, my heart is really pounding. Wow, it seems so hard to breathe. I'm not sure if I could really fully fill my lungs. All of those things were coming into my head. All of those thoughts were coming into my head. The difference is I'm not trying to say, no, you're at no point did I say, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I did not do any of those things because that's essentially fighting with those thoughts. You're trying to reason with yourself when you're in a panic state and that never happens. The irrational thoughts win all the time. So essentially what I'm having is those thoughts that say, man, my heart is pounding. Like, man, I'm sweating like crazy. My, why is my arm numb? You know, my arm, why is my, my hand numb? You know, why, why am I so hard to breathe? Man, the air is thick. I can't feel my lungs. All of the thoughts are coming and I'm just letting them come. I'm just not answering them because when you try to reason with them, 
that's when they take hold even more. So there's that moment of decision that you face all the time where how are you going to do this? You're going you're gonna to fight it. You're going to escape it. You're going to flee it. You're going to try and beat it back so it doesn't come. And you're going to hope to God that it doesn't happen again an hour later. Or you're just going to let it happen. Do nothing. Just be afraid for however many minutes it takes to be afraid and uncomfortable. And I got to tell you, when you go, when you make that decision at the moment of decision and you go down that road, I, it was probably six or eight minutes for me. And I know exactly the moment when suddenly that changes, the tide changes and, and suddenly, suddenly, and it's a moment. It's I, for me, it's an actual moment that I know when I, when it's like, like, okay, it's now it's getting better. Now it's getting better. Suddenly you realize I don't feel as bad as I did. My heart rate is starting to drop. I'm, I, I'm not, I don't care about my breathing all of a sudden. There's a moment, and I don't know chemically why, you know, the, enough adrenaline has dissipated in my bloodstream, you know, to hit a, a magic point where I, I feel a little better. I don't know what, I can't, I don't know what it is, but it's a moment for me. And when you make that decision, that moment of decision, when you decide to go down the better path and you get through those next six, seven, eight, ten minutes, you're like Superman. You, you just cannot, you know, you, even now at this stage of the game, many, many years into it, it's still the same feeling that I've always had. It is a feeling of like indestructibility in a way, like happen again. I don't care. I could, I could panic right now. I would go back to that exact point with this bike and make that climb and do it all again right now. If I had time, I, I have to actually get on with my day, but uh, I would do it right now. I have absolutely no reservations. I'm not thinking about the next time it happens. I don't care about the next time it happens because in the end, when you do it that way, when you reach that point of decision that you reach, whether it's once every six months or, or 10 times a day, and you choose the better path, it becomes this, this event was just an event that had a beginning. It had an end. You see, was able to tell you exactly when it started. And I was able to tell you exactly when it ended. It had a beginning, a middle and an end. And it is over like watching a movie. <clears throat> the movie started. I watched the movie. The movie ended. That is it. That movie has no bearing on the rest of my day. It's, it was just something that I did. And in a way, having a panic attack this morning while on my bike, 15 minutes from my house, um, was just something that I did. It has no special significance. It wasn't a horrible, horrific event for me. It, at the moment, when you're in it, when you're deep in it, it is a horrible event. I won't. I understand. It feels horrible, and it's and it's scary, and all of those things. But, but, uh, yeah. So I want you to think about that. Like, think about your moments of decision when you make the decision. How not? It, it's and it's never. And I say this all the time. It's not that you feel that way. The problem this morning wasn't that I, I got into a high anxiety or a panic state. That's not the problem. The problem would have been, how did I handle that? What mattered was, how did I handle that? Um, and the same thing goes for you if you're watching this. Um, it's how did you handle it? That's what matters more than anything else. And so consider that. And there's always going to be that moment of decision. And you probably know what it is. That moment of decision where you have to decide, okay, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And and the more you go down this road, the more you practice, the more you expose yourself to the things that make you uncomfortable, and the more you the more you start to face it, and the more you develop your toolkit of with breathing and relaxation and meditation, 
you just get experienced, you know? So when you learn to speak French, you stink at it. But after 10 years of speaking French, you're pretty good. You can go to Paris and get around. So this is the same thing. It's the same exact thing. But if you don't start making different decisions when those moments come and practicing this and getting good at it and believing in the process, then, then nothing really changes. So I thought this would be a useful story. We're 15 minutes in. I'm going to wrap it up. I do have to get back to the house and shower and get human and get about my day. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a few more of these, I think in the next couple of days, a lot of different topics that have come up for me, especially in the last couple of weeks, um, that I want to talk about. And I want to share an event that I went to last night. Also, I think we're going to do a little bit more with meditation. And, uh, so stay tuned. And of course, as always, and if you're not in the Facebook discussion group, by the way, I'll put a link in the video. Uh, I'll put a link in the description, go and ask to join. It's such a good bunch of people. We're up, I think over 500 people now and, uh, a lot of support there, a lot of good stuff. It's not just medications and symptoms. It's good. It's actually good, actionable stuff that goes on there. I'm really proud of that, that group. So join it. If you have questions or comments, put them in the, you know, the comments here in the video or, whatever you can always go to my website thatanxietyguy.com or tweet me at thatanxietyguy um although that's not i don't really i'm not much on twitter these days to be completely honest with you anyway so that that's irrelevant so yeah i'm gonna hop back on my shiny new bike that i'm enjoying i'm gonna go and get on with my day and i hope this has been helpful in some way and i'll see you guys in the next one